1: Welcome to episode 434. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I want to talk about chasing. That is our tendency to chase other people. And this is a topic, of course, that I talk quite a bit about on the podcast. But in this episode, I want to take a swing at it on a deeper level to address why we chase. Why do we chase other people? Specifically, why do we chase people who are not right for us? Why do we develop feelings for people who are not right for us? Why do we chase people who only have 10%, 20% to give? I want to talk about this from the particular perspective of one attachment style. That is a topic I've also talked about in the podcast before, attachment styles, how we've been conditioned to relate to others in a relationship uh, in certain less than great ways, anxiously, avoidantly, dismissively, and so on. We each have our own inclinations in life that were likely born and conditioned during childhood and adolescence, but the one I keep coming back to from all my conversations with you is the one that leads us to chase. And so I wanna talk about this attachment style in particular. I believe it would be referred to as avoidant fearful or maybe avoidant anxious, the combination of the two. And I think analyzing the tendencies of this attachment type can help you. Whether you're 100% this type or 50% this type or you know someone who's this type, I think it could help you avoid chasing. Fearful avoidant anxious avoidant and i'll start by referring to something i said the other day in an episode Um, the episode was titled the problem with modern dating and in that episode i said that the problem with other people in dating is that you have all these people who want a partner but don't want to be a partner that is they fully want that's great they fully actually want a boyfriend or a girlfriend and that's great but they themselves haven't embraced the reality of what being a girlfriend or boyfriend in return is all about they want a partner but they're not ready for what a relationship with a partner entails and i said that and kind of in that episode cast blame on other people but i was reflecting on this some more this morning and i was like we need to turn that same mirror on ourselves in that if we're honest we self-sabotage a lot of time in our lives Out of the same issue, we want a partner, but we're not there mentally to be a partner. There is some block in the way, and I think this attachment style is at the heart of this, at the heart of being that block. And it's what leads us to chase because we're okay with what chasing gives us. And so I was thinking about this idea in the back of my head since I did that episode. And I came across an interesting article someone sent me about attachment styles, specifically the one referred to as anxious avoidant. They also call it fearful avoidance. And when I read the article, I was like, yes, this is it. This provides some thought around why why do we chase? So I want to talk about this. Let's talk about why we chase people and why we're okay with kind of blatantly self-sabotaging ourselves in the process. So to get started, what I'm going to reference here is research from a study titled, Fearful Avoidant Attachment, A Specific Impact on Sexuality. It was published in 2019. Google that. You can find it online if you want to read it. But basically, the fearful avoidant attachment style is what I've seen to be so common because it combines. It combines the anxious attachment style, also referred to with elements of fearful attachment style. It combines the anxious attachment style and the avoidant attachment style. It combines your tendency to be anxious for affection with a tendency to avoid affection serious affection. It's like an ironic yin and yang combination of being reluctant to be in a serious relationship, but also a deep-seated need to be loved by people and to be secure in validation because of their love. So uh, I'm willing to bet you can relate to maybe one of those aspects or maybe both. Anxious or fearful attachment where you want reassurance from a partner and that might make you come off as needy or, you know, you want clarity too much or you need reassurance too much. And then on the avoidance side, maybe you push people away when you're getting close. Maybe you have a fear of intimacy of some kind. Maybe you're afraid of losing yourself in a relationship. Maybe the example set for you of what a serious relationship entails is one you're afraid of or skeptical of more practically. So here you have this like push and pull and how you see yourself and how you see yourself dating other people and how you go about handling yourself in a relationship. It's an ironic combination of attachment styles, wanting something, but also fearing it at the same time, wanting to be in a relationship but self-sabotaging it in a sense in order to escape so consider yourself in the light of this hybrid attachment style whether you're single or in a relationship i want you to ask yourself where does your inner conflict come from for this episode we're not talking about other people and how maybe their lack of intention or their lack of honesty or awareness affects you I've done those episodes, I'll continue to do those episodes, but for this, I want to break down our own conditioning. That is, either anxious or avoidant, or the ultimate combination of the two. I think the broad concept and tendency to chase other people is a symptom of these attachment styles, and it's something that we can all likely relate to in some way. Maybe you avoid actually entering into a relationship, but you're also the anxious type, and so you entertain, you're okay with situationships quasi type relationships casual relationships you find yourself chasing because you want that reassurance and that connection and that emotional fix but you're also afraid or skeptical of what would come next you have emotional needs that are exacerbated by having an anxious attachment style of needing them met frequently and with clarity yet at the same time you're also afraid of losing control in a sense that if it's given to you completely You're convinced you're not worthy of it. You're convinced that it'll all fall apart, that it's not real. And so, given that, it's kind of no wonder you're okay with chasing, because chasing offers you the glimpse of the connection you want, but deep down, chasing also satisfies that avoidant nature, to not get it fully. And when that's the case, you become caught in a cycle of chasing, situationships, no-label relationships, and everything in between. You're okay In a sense, with mixed signals, because that puts a barrier between you and something serious, something deep, which your avoidant attachment style wants to avoid. You know, again, I'm willing to bet you can relate to some of what I'm describing here. One of the two, maybe both. But either way, it shows an interesting dynamic that I see a lot, which is a mix of intentions. Your intentions this time. We're not talking about other people, we're talking about you, we're talking about me. You want a partner. But you're the anxious attachment type. And that's okay. But maybe you're also the fearful or avoidant type. And it becomes this mix that leads you to chase because chasing, that is continuing to offer energy and feelings for someone without the expectation of full reciprocity, well, that fulfills both of those styles at the same time. So, in order to break this cycle of chasing, or that is a willingness to chase, we need to break down why we do this in the first place we have to challenge what we want. We have to challenge what we want because sometimes what we want is not what we deserve. And that's what I want to give in this episode. That realization can be the catalyst for change for you, for me, for all of us. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp and BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelph slash new mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best, but as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real, and the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have 0-1 to grams of net carbs, 0 grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Sometimes what we want is not what we deserve. And attachment styles exist in our lives to kind of throw us off and make us forget that fact. The negative attachment styles I'm referencing here influence us, confuse us, and make us think we want things that we don't actually deserve. We think what we want is a reflection of worth, but it's not always the case. The types of relationships we get in because of anxious avoidant tendencies are objectively the ones we want because they offer us the emotion without the seriousness. That's what avoidant wants. And so we get stuck in this hamster wheel where we can be close to someone, but never fully close. We can develop some trust, but never full trust. We can get close, but still not believe in the fullness of what we're offered. These relationship types are clear examples that what we want is not always what we deserve. In the same way that I give the advice all the time, I say that someone can say they want you, but do they actually deserve you? There's a clear line between want and deserve, and it's very clear when it comes to other people, and you probably know that. Someone can want you to fulfill their own selfish needs, and they can reflect that with this over-the-top desire and love-bombing toward you, all these things, but at the end of the day, you decide if they actually deserve you. And I'm sure you'd agree with that. You know, It's easy to look at other people and say, yeah, I agree. But this episode, we're talking about ourselves, we're talking about us looking in the mirror. What are we chasing in a relationship? Is it what we deserve? What is the difference between what our conditioned, learned behavior tells us, aka our attachment style, and what we actually deserve? What is the difference between what our attachment style says we should want and what we actually deserve? Well, the only way to know And the only way to break through a pattern of chasing or just being okay with chasing is to get real. (laughs) It's to get real. Our insecurity in relationship that causes us to chase, it comes from insecurity in ourselves. It does. It does. It's cliche, but it's true. I'm not afraid of a good cliche. Insecurity in relationships comes from insecurity in ourselves. And of course, attachment styles, this insecurity I'm referencing, it's born During upbringing, where we learned in some way that we are unworthy, unworthy of something consistent, unworthy of the full version of something, whatever it may be, but we are conditioned in this sense. We are conditioned to be insecure or hesitant. And of course, we have then taken that hesitation out into our adult lives and left unchecked. It's led us to the point of being drawn to certain things wanting certain things, being okay with versions of certain things that are not what we deserve. We have to learn to draw a line between what we want and what we deserve because a lot of times what we want is born of conditioning of these attachment styles. And I think the key to breaking out of these negative attachment styles and being in a secure attachment style is realizing that. I don't have a blueprint, but I do know the first step Any time of massive change and showing yourself worth and love is coming to the realization of the difference between what you want and what you deserve. And of course, we have to learn to give ourselves the things that we've been conditioned to chase and realize that not only are you worthy of those things, but you're worthy of the deepest, most permanent, most committed, most consistent version of those things. You don't only deserve 50% of them, you deserve 100% of them. You don't only only deserve something if you request it, you deserve it at your core. Honesty, validation, understanding, respect, the things you're chasing and that you want, but for some reason, you're okay with less than 100% of those things. The things we chase because we're anxious, but the things we're not convinced we're worthy of in their full form because we're avoidant. I don't think personally, it's wishful butterflies and rainbows thinking to say that if you find a way to give yourself those things, no one else required, that that will then translate into how you date and how you interact with other people. That is, if you give yourself full validation of who you are and what you offer in its most full and permanent form, well then you no longer need 50% from someone else to offer that. And you're no longer afraid of maybe losing yourself in a serious relationship because you know what it's like to have those things, self-respect, understanding, permanence. Maybe through that process of giving yourself these things, instead of looking for them in other people, 20% of them in other people, you realize what you've been doing, which is, you know, for lack of a better term, you enjoy the process of falling in love, falling for someone, chasing someone, but you're afraid of the full version of that. And maybe when you realize that, Maybe you can compare it with what a secure attachment style looks like. The secure attachment style, of course, the one that we all aspire to have, where you're not anxious, where there's no doubt of deserving full, reciprocated emotional intimacy, where you're calm, where you're centered, where you're supported, but you're still an individual, all these great things in a secure way. I'd encourage us all to draw a line between secure and the tendencies we all currently have. Compare the two. Maybe you love people who don't love you back because you're okay with 50%. Maybe you avoid receiving full love because you're not convinced you deserve it. Maybe you sit in that cycle because you don't think you deserve good things or compassion in its fullest form. And so you chase. You want that emotional commitment, that rush, but also that freedom. You combine feelings of being undeserving with the desire to be deserving. So compare those thoughts with what secure would look like to you. What would secure look like to you? How would you act? How would they act? And most importantly, what do you deserve in that context? Not want, but deserve. Say to yourself, look in the mirror and say, these are the things that I've been doing out of an anxious attachment style. These are the things that I've been doing out of an avoidant attachment style. And then ask yourself, what would the opposite of those things be? I think sometimes making changes in life isn't knowing you know, what to do or what not to do. Sometimes it's simply about highlighting the behavior you have that admittedly you know is not right. And I think we could all objectively say when an anxious avoidant style is coming into play or avoidant, I think we could all say that. Highlight the, that behavior and then ask yourself, what would the opposite of this draining negative unhealthy behavior be? What would the opposite be? Of course, one's journey to nurturing their secure attachment style is personal. Everyone has their own different way. But I always think at the top of a to-do list would be to remove any relationships that aid and enable you to continue to be anxious or avoidant. Take the bad examples out of your life. Take out the temptation. Take the people who are enabling this out of your life. And then come back to this question. What do I want versus what do I deserve? What have I convinced myself I want First, how can I reset and focus on what I actually deserve? Really sit with that question. What do I want versus what do I deserve? And I think you'll find some much needed clarity and perhaps the key to breaking that cycle. What do I want? what do i actually deserve so that's it i'll end it right there i hope this was helpful for you if it was i'd be very very grateful if you'd share this episode this podcast with a friend and if you could spare 40 seconds to give the show a five-star rating and review i'd really appreciate it but thank you as always for listening thank you for supporting me and until next episode i'm out